The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. The latest on Yellow Jackets basketball, which means it's time to talk all things Georgia Tech on the Josh Passner Show. Oh, he takes the outlet pass. He soars up and dunks it down. Oh, and more. Left a crater under the basket. We'll hear from Georgia Tech basketball head coach Josh Passner and other members of the Georgia Tech Athletics Department as we gear up for another week of Georgia Tech hoops on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Now here's the voice of the Jackets, Andy Demetra. Continues your Yellow Jackets. A pair of games in McCamas this week, and a pair of opportunities to return to the win column. It begins tomorrow night, 7 p.m. to tip time as Georgia Tech takes on the North Carolina State Wolfpack, a surging NC State team that's won six of its last seven. Big challenge for your Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets, but one they will most certainly be up to. We can't wait to break down that matchup, as well as the previous week of Georgia Tech basketball over the next hour here in the Josh Pastor Show. I am, of course, Andy Demetra. Team is about 40 yards away from me, just wrapping up an evening practice here at McCambus Pavilion. So Josh Pastor will make his way off the practice court and straight onto the headset with us. While he does that, you can load up your questions now. The phone lines are open. 404-231-1680 is the number to call. 404-231-1680. You can also reach out to me on Twitter. I'm at Andy Demetra. And before we get the uh, final inquest from Josh Pastor, let's break down what we saw on Saturday. And like we had said on the broadcast, this is not the pit punching bag of seasons past in the ACC. The Panthers have legitimized themselves very quickly as a team to take seriously this year. It was a back-and-forth first half at McCamish. There were three ties, 11 lead changes, but after going behind at the break by three, Georgia Tech just couldn't get that 12th lead change as they fell to Pittsburgh 71-60. to Sort of lost in the result. Georgia Tech did spray 12 three-pointers in 29 attempts. Believe it or not, that was the second-most threes Georgia Tech had made in an ACC game in the last 11 years. Not just 12 made threes, but on 29 not attempts that's better than 40 percent so they matched firepower with the Panthers but there was that second half stretch again where Georgia Tech struggled to get consistent scores struggled struggled to get consistent stops and the Panthers were able to keep the Yellow Jackets at an arm's length Debo Coleman was back in the double figure scoring column with 13 points Davon Smith led the way with 15 points also Davon 11 rebounds that's back-to-back double doubles for a junior in Davon Smith, who I know we list at 6'1", but you know, we'll have to say this out of his earshot. He's probably a little closer to 5'11", which honestly makes the 11 rebounds even more impressive. And Davon has really filled the stat sheet these last three games. The last three games, how about 12.7 points, 9.3 rebounds, 4.7 assists per game. Josh Pastor is really 
worked him hard. He has responded. He has elevated his game, taken over as one of the lead ball handlers for this Yellow Jacket team. I know Coach Pastor is excited to dote on Davon a little bit in this hour. Miles Kelly, for the first time in 12 games, did not reach double figures. Was held to a season low, six points. Uh, but that snapped a streak of 11 consecutive games in double figures for Miles, who continues to lead Georgia Tech in scoring 13.9 a game. He did score his six points, by the way, on a pair of threes. That now makes 11 straight games where Miles Kelly has connected on multiple threes. Folks, that is pretty rare. I had to do some sleuthing through the box scores this afternoon. Would you believe that is the longest streak that a Georgia Tech player has had with consecutive games with multiple made three-pointers since Anthony Morrow's sophomore season back in 2005-2006? That is pretty esteemed company. And, in fact, over his 11-game stretch, Miles shooting at a better percentage then Anthony Morrow shot during his 12-game streak with multiple threes his sophomore year in 05-06. So maybe not in total quantity of points the night that Miles Kelly had hoped. He's continuing to get higher and higher in opponent scouting reports, but did uh, continue to extend a pretty impressive streak of accuracy from three-point range. As a team, Georgia Tech shot just 36%. With 41% from three, they struggled to finish at the rim against this pit team. Also only forced three pit turnovers, which certainly is against the norm. Josh told us in our postgame interview, I'm sure he'll elaborate it more in this hour, that they were switching on every screen, which I think denied some of the, the takeaways that Georgia Tech usually forces with its zone. And so Georgia Tech was outscored minus eight in points off turnovers. They did do a good job outscoring Pitt in second-chance points. They out-rebounded the Panthers for the game and were plus 13 in second-chance points. It's even more impressive in this context. Pitt came in third in the ACC in offensive rebounding percentage. The Yellow Jackets held them to just six offensive rebounds. It was Pitt's second-lowest offensive rebounding percentage of the season. So not only do they have very confident playmakers on the perimeter, but they also clean up their own misses very efficiently. And Georgia Tech was able to deny that aspect of Pittsburgh's game on Saturday. Panthers are just 30% from three, but 17-20 at the free throw line. And as uh, we, we kind of agonized over on the broadcast, me and Randy Waters, the Yellow Jackets only visited the free throw line three times, and they missed all three of their attempts. It was the first time since 2014 that Georgia Tech had a game in which did not make a free throw. Now, they are facing a North Carolina State team tomorrow that allows the highest percentage of its opponent's points in ACC play to come from the free throw line. They're dead last in the ACC in conference games and free throw rate, which is a short way of saying they allow teams to get to the line. Well, so we'll see if Georgia Tech can reacquaint itself with the foul line when they take on the Wolfpack tomorrow. We'll, of course, break into the scouting report of this NC State team, 14-4 and four overall with head coach Josh Pastor. If you missed it at the top of the broadcast, having a little two-a-day here before we get down to business tomorrow night at McCamish Pavilion. They're just wrapping up right now. Coach knows he's on the clock, and he'll be joining us in uh, just a matter of minutes, and he'll share his thoughts uh, what will be the key to a successful night at McCamish? I guess a North Carolina State team that has risen beyond those preseason projections of themselves in the ACC to be a 4-3 and three team and a team that rallied from 
a deficit late to force overtime and ultimately beat Miami in OT on Saturday at PNC Arena. Tomorrow will mark the first meeting of two scheduled for the regular season between the Yellow Jackets and Wolfpack. Despite that loss to McCamish last year, Josh Pastor 4-1 against NC State head coach Kevin Keats. We'll hit our first break, give a little more time for Josh Pastor to visit us here. And, of course, if you've got questions, no need to wait. You can line them up right now. 404-231-1680 to get your questions for the head man of the Yellow Jackets, Josh Pastor, tonight. 404-231-1680 and the figurative lines are always open on Twitter. I am at Andy Demetra. We'll take our first time out. Much more of the Josh Pastor Show after this on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Introducing Hella Vienna Lager from Atlanta's own New Realm Brewing Company, the official craft beer of Georgia Tech Athletics. All season long, reach for New Realm's easy-drinking dark lager or New Realm's number one-selling hazy-like-a-fox IPA. And check out their location on the Eastside Beltline Trail. Expect great locally-sourced food from their on-site scratch kitchen, craft beer brewed in-house, handmade cocktails, plus live music, and much more at 550 Somerset Terrace. Visit newrealmbrewing.com for more. Georgia Tech is out for victory. My family and I love gearing up in our gold and white to watch the Yellow Jackets take to the court. And as a proud partner at Georgia Tech basketball, Scanna Energy is part of all the action. So make some noise for the Ramblin' Wreck and join my family and Scanna Energy in cheering on the Yellow Jackets this season. Sign up with Scanna today and get up to $100. Call 877-GO-SCANA or visit scannaenergy.com slash jackets for details. Limited time offer. Terms and conditions apply. Apartments.com has the most pet-friendly listings and realistic virtual tours. Now, we're taking it one step further by testing a cutting-edge new feature, virtual reality tours for pets. We'll just strap this headset onto sprinkles here. Hold still, kitty. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, he's running muck. Uh-oh, uh-oh. I don't think he likes this, sir. Yeah, get the things off the kitty. Virtually tour pet-friendly listings on Apartments.com. The place to find a place. Discover the Lexus GX. It features an available powerful flat third row seat to accommodate your cargo. An available off-road package that includes an under-vehicle camera and the ability to confidently conquer multiple terrains. And Lexus Safety System Plus, an integrated suite of advanced active safety equipment. The Lexus GX. Experience life to the fullest in this rugged yet refined SUV. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. In America, the future belongs to everyone. So we designed the SUVs of the future for everyone. Like Ford Escape, Edge, or Explorer. All named IIHS top safety picks with specific headlights. One of the many reasons why so many love Ford SUVs. Because the SUVs of the future aren't designed for a few. They're built for America. Ford SUVs. Drive one today. Apartments.com has the most pet-friendly listings and realistic virtual tours. Now, we're taking it one step further by testing a cutting-edge new feature, virtual reality tours for pets. We'll just strap this headset onto sprinkles here. Hold still, kitty. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, oh, he's running muck. Uh-oh, uh-oh. I don't think he likes this, sir. Yeah, get the things off the kitty. Virtually tour pet-friendly listings on Apartments.com. The place to find a place. Stream every Georgia Tech game totally free on the all-new Fan app. Download it now for Apple or Android and listen to the Jackets anywhere. 
the latest on Yellow Jackets basketball. It's the Coach Josh Passner Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network. Fans, there's magic when we cheer together. Let's create some magic with an ice-cold Coke. Cheers. As we welcome you back to a new edition of the Josh Pastor Show live tonight on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. I'm Andy Demetra, joined momentarily by fresh from practice Josh Pastor, who's looking forward to entertaining your questions. The number tonight, 404-231-1680, 404-231-1680. You can also reach out to me on Twitter. The laptop is fired up in front of me at Andy Demetri. Usually we uh, break down not one but two games, not just the most recent one, but the midweek game as well. And I know Josh will dispense his thoughts on uh, the tough one in overtime in South Bend. For whatever reason, the Yellow Jackets have just been cursed when they've gone to Purcell Pavilion. Georgia Tech is still winless in ACC games against Notre Dame in South Bend. They thought they may have had that first win in their sights. Up seven with two and a half minutes to go. Some whistles didn't go their way. Notre Dame, very veteran-laden team, made some clutch shots to pull close, send the game into overtime. Georgia Tech had a couple of cracks in the dying seconds but couldn't get either to fall, and they had to come back to Atlanta with a tough 73-72 loss to Notre Dame when it's so hard fought. It's hard for it not to hurt. I don't think anybody who watched or listened to the game on Saturday versus Pittsburgh sensed there was any hangover from Georgia Tech. But it was a tough one because they had battled really well against a Notre Dame team that was searching for its first ACC win of the season that you knew would come in with a lot of determination, a lot of energy. Uh, even though it was a tough night, it shouldn't overshadow a couple of strong individual performances. Let's begin with Kyle Stortevin, who recorded a brand-new career-high 18 points against Notre Dame. That included all seven of the Yellow Jackets' points in overtime. And what made that career-high extra impressive for Kyle is he only played three seconds in the first half. He came on for that last possession of the first half. And so he registered his career high in points in the second half and in the five minutes of overtime. So he he was kind of speed running to that career high. And then Davon Smith had not only a double-double, but he had seven assists as well, which matched a career high. And in the process, Davon became the first Yellow Jacket to record a point-rebound double-double and at least seven assists in a game. Since Amon Shumpert's triple-double game versus Virginia Tech back in January of 2011. So Davon... Uh, reached some pretty rarefied company in that stat line he had versus Notre Dame. And like we said, Davon, his last four games, and again, he's uh, right around six foot, maybe a hair or two under. He's averaging 12.7 points, 9.7 rebounds, and 4.7 assists per game, and really showing his improvement in his junior season. And now at long last, fresh off practice. Let's welcome him in, head coach, Josh Pastor. Coach, welcome into the program. How are you? I'm doing well, Andy. Sorry for being a little tardy, but uh, we had a practice this morning at 11 a.m. went for a couple hours and then we had another practice this evening at six o'clock and uh, we just got done so I uh, wanted to hustle in here so I apologize about being a little tardy but we had to take care of some business. I don't think anybody would fault you for on the floor to try to time on the court. Try to get uh, try to get uh, uh, course corrected and get ready to get a win tomorrow but um, so um, uh, let's talk about have we gone to a break or can I go a little bit on so we, this is just the start of our second break. Perfect. A second segment, so, so you are free to, to wind it up and go. So I would like to discuss the, the first thing about Notre Dame. I know you were talking about it, but I want, to, I want everyone to hear it from my point of view. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about Pittsburgh. And then I want to talk about just some other things um, that I know that have some frustration with the fans and try to uh, hit those objectives head on and um, 
and, and discuss that. And then if anyone has any phone line questions, let them go from there. First of all, so let's go back to Notre Dame. Okay, so that was Tuesday. <clears throat> uh, we blew the game. There's no other way to deny it. We blew the game. We were up seven uh, twice late. I think there was like three something, three thirty to go. We were up seven, and then um, and then we were up seven uh, with about two thirty to go. Uh, let me just say this: um, I thought there was some, <clears throat> I thought some things, and I've told this to our guys. Uh, on there were some late 50-50 calls on the on on the officiating. Again, this isn't any excuse about the officiating whatsoever, and I'm not. I have tremendous respect for all officials, but we talk about this in the ACC league meetings all the time with Brian Kersey, who heads up the head of officials, mm-hmm. one of the great college officials, and his dad was one of the best ever in the NBA. But we talk about what what. Um, a lot of 50-50 calls, if that makes sense. You know, a lot of 50-50 calls on the decisions of on officials, which is it's not easy. I mean, those are hard calls, but it can sway and change a game, you know, especially late. And um, um, and there was a few 50-50 calls that could have gone either way. There was one or two where I felt that without question, um, uh, you know, wasn't should have been called. Um, and the same thing I felt at the end of the half, in the end of the first half. I was very um, upset about some things in the end of the first half. I say all that to say this. I repeat that I have tremendous respect for officials. I have tremendous respect for Brian Kersey and and because uh, I know how hard of a job it is. It's not easy. Guys are going to – there's going to be mistakes made, just like I'm going to make mistakes, players are going to make mistakes, officials are going to make mistakes. Um, but – there's no doubt that when you get when it gets down to a one possession game, everything gets magnified. The officiating, the coaching, the playing, everything's magnifying in a, in a, in magnified in a in a one possession game. So we were looking at everything. Um, we should have won the game. All that being said, we should have won the game. We blew the game. There's a credit to Notre Dame to hitting a couple big shots. Um, <clears throat> few things late game there we pride ourselves in after timeouts on execution on at we call it atos after timeouts plays um there was the end of uh well first of all uh we were up six was it and i don't have the score right in front of me i think it was 65 was it 59 62 davon drove they they we got um uh, he he missed it. I thought he had gotten fouled. It looked like on the replay that he gotten fouled, and then they came down and Wirtz hit the three. Am I right on that? That's tied it at 62 with about a minute to go. Uh, I will double-check that, but I will concur with you that Davon got fouled. Yeah, so I had thought he got fouled on that. However, um, uh, the, the they didn't call it. The ball comes down. We're up three with about a minute to go. We're now in a five-on-four transition. They get it to Wirtz in the corner who hits a three, um, and, you know, it, it would have been better off if Davon actually got a charge, if they called a charge or something. Because he could have set your defense. We could have set our defense up. The worst thing that could have happened is a no call when there was a – when I felt, personally, from my point of view, there was a foul, and then Davon's on the floor, and they're coming down in five-on-four transition. That being said, they get down there. Wurtz hits the three. So we come down. I have one timeout left, Andy. In regulation, I don't use it initially. We come down, and um, um, we're running our action, um, and and about ten on the clock. I did, we were kind of just we, we we called a play. We were stuck a little bit. We got Miles at the ball with about ten seconds, and I just thought we were clustered. So I called timeout right about the seven second mark on the shot clock because I wanted to make sure that. You know, we've had success with Miles Kelly 
late games hitting game-winning shots um, on, on a certain play that we've run. So I wanted to try to get that again. So out of the timeout, we, what we discussed was Debo was in the game along with Davon. Um, Kyle Sturdivant was in the game. Uh, it was a Kyle or Lance. I can't remember off the top of my head. One of those two threw the ball in. Um, and then obviously Miles and Javon. So um, uh, I had Debo uh, curl over Javon the pl- to curl over to the ball side to the other corner. Davon was curling over Javon to the, to the, to the ball side corner. Miles then was coming off of both guys. He started in the initial corner and was coming up, and I wanted to get the ball right to Miles at the top of the key, t- between the half-court line and the top of the key. In between, I said, we're going to get it right to you. Javon's gonna tur- Javon is going to turn and just get his step-up screen back to the basket screen, and we're just going. Miles, you're just going to put your head down and go to your right hand. Like we like you know some other actions out. We've had different set plays. We had a little more time in the Georgia game, the Georgia State, to get Miles where we wanted to get him. But this one we had less clock. But I wanted Miles to go that direction, and I had Debo in the right corner going to his right. So if they did overhelp, throw it to Debo, catch and shoot, and then Davon and and Kyle or Lance. I can't remember who threw it in back. We threw the ball into Miles at the top, and Javon. God bless him. I love him so much. Didn't come up to set the screen, and Miles held the ball. It was supposed to be just quick. We get it to Miles. Javon sets a step-up screen, and Miles goes to his right. We didn't get a good job of execution on that, and we ended up with, obviously, a, a shot that none of us wanted. The fans didn't want. I sure didn't want. It was a lack of execution. Now, yes, the guys didn't execute coming out of the timeout, but I don't blame them. The blame falls on myself. It goes right on my shoulder, squarely on me, because obviously I didn't do a good enough job and anybody that knows me, I, be, I repeat myself a whole heck of a lot. And I usually repeat myself a lot in the huddle, you know, to make sure everyone knows what they're supposed to do and where they're going. And I didn't do a – looking back, I didn't do a good enough job to double, to double and triple check to making sure each guy knew what they were doing in that frame. And unfortunately, that, that, that hurt us. We didn't get the shot that we wanted. And I'm, and I'm kicked myself for that. I wish I had just – done it over again I would have told them seven times each usually what I do and I was just I didn't say it enough I didn't I didn't double and triple check I always believe that you check recheck and check again and I didn't recheck and check again to make sure everyone knew what their responsibility was coming on the out of timeout and I'm um, I was I was devastated by it I'm still devastated by it it took it's it's it might never I might never get over that um uh personally and um and I'm still it still stings to as I talk about it. That being said, we come down and uh, we end up getting a stop late in the game. Uh, there were the, the kid misses a layup. We go to overtime, and we go to overtime. Um, a couple things. Number one, um, they get the jump ball, but we get a stop. We come down and score. Kyle hits a shot. I think it was if I if, if I recall correctly. Kyle hits a shot. But then Kyle's guarding Dane Goodwin. He tries to post him. The ball gets lost. Kyle jumps on the ball with a great effort. Mm-hmm. And he, 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 he really doesn't need to call timeout. But he did it because he didn't want to, and which I appreciate him do because we needed the ball because even a tie-up would have been our yeah, ball. Exactly. You would have had it on the alternate. Yeah, and we could have used a timeout later. Um, uh, but because we only had one, we get, when you don't have any timeouts going into overtime, per the rules, you're, you get one plus with anything that you carry over, and we didn't have anything to carry over to. 
So Kyle called timeout, so we came and we didn't, you know, boom, boom, boom. We didn't get what we didn't get. We didn't score in that possession out of the timeout. We had a good play, had an opportunity, but we just missed a shot. That happens. Come down again. The flow of the game. Boom, 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 boom. And then Kyle nails a big three to put us up two. Kyle Sturdivant hit a big three to put us up two late in overtime. And then um, um, from there, Andy, um, we come down. They get the ball into Goodwin in the post, if I'm not mistaken. Kyle overhelps and loses sight of Wirtz. I mean, the worst thing we can do is give up a three because then at least if it's a two, it's a tie game. Mm-hmm. We can play for the last shot. Then we can go to a second overtime. He get he he loses sight, kind of gets you know uh, uh, sucked into the closer to the ball instead of staying closer to Wirtz. They find Wirtz, and you know credit to Notre Dame. They just they they they're an experienced veteran team with multiple six year guys. And they hit a big shot, and Wirtz hit the two biggest shots of the game was the corner three that sent it to overtime and then the three to, to, win, to take the lead and win the game. So anyway, we do that. We come down, and uh, we have a play. We draw it, and boom, 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 and we had a shot. Ball gets knocked out of bounds, but I don't have any timeouts at this time. Ball, so they look at the clock. I can bring the guys over while they're looking. It's 3.7 seconds. What we decide to do in the timeout then is we want to have we were going to go in a box set with Davon at the elbow weak side elbow Javon at the ball side elbow um Miles Kelly at the ball side block and uh Kyle Sturdivant at the weak side block I had Debo throwing it in I had Miles breaking to the ball side corner Kyle breaking to the weak side corner and I had Dave uh, uh Javon sprinting right down to the block and, well, and, and I said, after that, then Davon's going to cut right back door behind the defense. And if you watch it, Davon is wide open on the cut. I don't know if you saw the re- – you know, if you ended up ever watching it, Andy. But Davon was so wide open, but Debo didn't throw it to him, which I understand. He doesn't want to get a turnover. We don't have any timeouts. But I knew they were going to play for Davon coming to his right, and he cut him back toward. He had a layup right behind. But that's fine. And I said the secondary option is Javon is going to be at the block holding his seal, and Debo just throw it over, let him get it, and then Javon, you just rip and go right by. Because Leshevsky couldn't guard uh, uh, Javon. I thought him just driving it and then either getting a foul or he's going to be right at the hoop. Debo throws it a little too far over his head instead of into the hash mark of the free throw of the lane line. He throws it by the elbow, and Miles didn't stay in the corner. He lifted up trying to chase the ball, so it brought his man to him. Mm-hmm. Now, we still got the ball and got a shot. We got a free throw line jumper by Javon, uh, and then we got a tip by Davon, but... You know, we had Davon on that back door. But, the, but uh, and I wish, again, when you don't make the shot, I, it, those two things st- stick at me more so than the, end of the, the regulation one. I'm, I, I still, it, 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 I haven't, I've, it has cost me so many hours of sleep. Like for n- multiple nights in a row, I could barely sleep. And it's really gnawed on me since. Now, I still can focus, move my attention to the next games. But, you know, it's sort of like I remember when we, <clears throat> I can remember a game it's funny how you just re- you, the losses can just stick with you in the memory that you have more so than certain things on wins, but the losses just eat at your core and your guts and your heart and your intestines and just your soul uh, and it just and it, and it wears on covered. you. You checked all the boxes yeah. there. So, uh-huh. um, um, and so uh, it just it, it really does. Yeah. But um, that being said, um, we had the game and I and we and we blew it. 
and we just blew it. That's just the we we just blew it. We had and we we had some chances and we just didn't get it done. We we didn't we had some lack of execution things. We just didn't get some stops when we needed to get some stops. Um, I any you know it's really important to me about re- as I talked about repeating over and over. Um, and I'll you know I, unfortunately at the end of that regulation I just didn't check recheck and check again. I checked. But probably didn't do enough of, of rechecking and checking again. Well, you know, there is always an opportunity, and you may not see it right now, where you can uh, rewrite that ending in another late-game situation, and, and may that come as soon as tomorrow night when Georgia Tech takes when on When we get back, I NC would like State. to talk about the pit game. We sure will, and we'll do that on the other side of the timeout. If you have a question, of course, for Josh Pastor, phone lines are open, 404-231-1680. We'll be back after this on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. In America, the future belongs to everyone. So we designed the SUVs of the future for everyone. Like Ford Escape, Edge, or Explorer. All named IIHS top safety picks with specific headlights. One of the many reasons why so many love Ford SUVs. Because the SUVs of the future aren't designed for a few. They're built for America. Ford SUVs. Drive one today. Everybody has a jillion things going on these days, so at Apartments.com, we help you stay on top of your apartment search with powerful tools like saved searches and instant alerts. Alert. You just enter what you want. Alert. Like location, price, and amenities. Alerto. And Apartments.com will alert you as soon as those places become available. Alert. Here's your perfect place. Thanks, me. And you can customize your alerts somehow. I think I set mine to Mr. Snarky. You do hear me. Maybe I can change mine to British. Apartments.com, the place to find a place. And we're back with breaking news. Coke Zero Sugar might be the best Coke ever. That's right, Jim. Coke Zero Sugar is a must-try for any Coke fan, so make sure you... Jim. (laughs) Jim. We're on the air. Ooh, yes, this tastes like the best Coke ever to me. Your thoughts, Jen? Well, can I have a sip? (laughs) Jen, we're in the middle of reporting the news. I need to try it first. With the Kroger Plus card, it's easy to get lower than low prices for the win. And for every dollar you spend, you earn fuel points, which can add up to $1 per gallon off at the pump for the win. Plus, save every day on groceries and get personalized digital coupons for the win. The Kroger Plus Card. All you do is win. Big, big savings. Sign up now at Kroger.com and start saving. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Savings may vary by state. Fuel restrictions apply. And we're back with breaking news. Coke Zero Sugar might be the best Coke ever. That's right, Jim. Coke Zero Sugar is a must-try for any Coke fan, so make sure you... Jim. Ha <laughs> Jim. We're on the air. Ooh, yes, this tastes like the best Coke ever to me. Your thoughts, Jen? Well, can I have a sip? <laughs> Jen, we're in the middle of reporting the news. I need to try it first. Looking for the perfect game day or really any day food? Panko Chicken is your answer. You've never tasted anything as crave-worthy as Panko's award-winning healthier chicken tenders, sandwiches, and their tacos are off the chain. It's Panko's unique Japanese-American spin that makes their chicken the crispiest, juiciest, and most flavor-packed chicken you've ever tasted. Panko also has a large selection of incredible vegan and vegetarian options. With locations throughout the metro area, it's easy to satisfy your healthy craving for the best chicken in Atlanta. Check them out at PankoChicken.com. Every Georgia Tech game is on Atlanta's flagship station for the Yellow Jackets. This is The Fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. 
Georgia Tech basketball continues to buzz. Now more of the Coach Josh Pastner Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network. Here with head coach Josh Pastor, and we will be here with you tomorrow night at the Camish, 7 p.m. The tip time. Make sure to be here, be loud, be lively as your Yellow Jackets continue the homestand against 14 and 4 North Carolina State. And if you're on your way into McCamish, you can always listen to me and Randy Waters with network airtime at 6.30 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. All right, Coach, let's talk about the Pitt Panthers. They got off to their best conference start uh, since their first year in the league. Lost back-to-back games to Clemson and Duke coming in, but in both of those losses, they, they led by eight or more points in the second half. So there was a very uh, plausible scenario where the Panthers could have come in on Saturday still unbeaten in ACC play. Good back-and-forth game in the first half. They stretched it out a little bit and were able to keep you at arm's length in the second half. I know you've broken down every play frame by frame from Saturday. What did you make of uh, that game versus the yeah, Panthers? No, well, a couple of things. So let me talk about the pit game on Saturday. Um, I knew it was going to be a really tough game. They're very similar to Notre Dame and a very experienced veteran team, multiple six-year graduate students, two of the older teams in the league in the country. And, um, um, unfortunately, um, you know, we're one of the younger teams again. It, and again, that's not an excuse or anything. It's just, it's just more of the matter of fact. And so, um, you, and, and I really felt Pitt played like a real older mature team in a lot of times. However, we had our chances, Andy, we had our chances. We got stuck on scoring. We went in some times where we just couldn't score. Now we had five turnovers the first half. We had five, the second half. So only 10 total. I think we had 14 or 15 assists on the on the game on 24 made field goals. Your assist rate was good. Yeah, and we shot we had, we shot I think 41% from 3 if I'm not mistaken. I actually th- our, I thought for the most part our defense was good. You know, we held them to 42% from the field under right about 30 from 3. Um obviously Nike Sambandi Sabandi yeah. number 21 had a had a big game. Um, but, uh, what really got us was a few things. Number one, we got stuck on scoring. You've got to be able to get the 70 points. And we had it multiple times where in the second half, 58, 53, and we just could not put the ball in the basket. And I can't tell you how many layups we missed in the paint, the amount of points we missed in the paint, but you know, we, we played well, we fought guys gave it, gave it their all. They left it all on the floor. Um, we just got in a stretch where we couldn't score again, and we just we just did not score. Now, we only shot three free throws. They shot 20. Yes, we fouled two or three times late. Um, but, you know, it's interesting. Last year and this year, we're the least uh, of, in ACC games. We're the least team, the, the team that's last in the bottom of getting to the free throw line. Again, I'm not making any conspiracy theory, and I'm not blaming anything on the officials because a lot that has to do with us as well, too. We've got to be better at being able to 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 drive the ball, and if we're not getting a call, to, we just can't go in there to expect a foul to bail us out. I was going to ask you about that because you said that your, your offense is schemed so that guys get downhill and try to get to the rim. When you flip the tape back on, are you seeing your guys, particularly your guards, maybe trying to drive around contact or instead of driving through contact and sort of forcing the official to blow his whistle and get yourself to the free throw line? And you note about the the free throw differential. We'd said this before you arrived. Uh, North Carolina State is last in the ACC in conference games. 
in free throw rate. So they are going to give up free throw trips so you can perhaps start making amends tomorrow. Well, if that's something that doesn't work, I, then I'm going to start believing there's a computer, okay. conspiracy okay. theory. How's that? Can I? Can I? Then, then I'll. Then for it's sure. Yeah. Yeah. Then for sure, I'll start thinking it's a conspiracy. Even though I do think. Um, uh, yeah. Anyway, um, uh, I was going to say I'm not a big conspiracist theory guy, but but um, um, we'll see how the game goes tomorrow, and then we'll have then I'll make my decision on that. You know, on the, if we're not getting to the free throw line, but our a couple things on driving the ball. We don't want to dribble it. We want to drive it. And, and, and we try to open up gaps. We talk about opening up double gaps. How can we get a double gap to be able to get more room to drive downhill, to, to open up a super gap? And we've been working on some things in the last two days to how do we get more, even before Pittsburgh, how to get more super gaps to be able to get guys to be able to drive downhill. Now, when you're driving downhill, it's not dribbling, it is driving it. And you've got to have the mentality that you're going to rack it meaning racket that you're going to attack the rim and racket and put the ball and score it at the rim. And you've got to win the first dribble. So we talk about winning the first dribble, whether that is, uh, Andy, whether that is defensively or offensively, winning the first dribble. So on your first dribble, you've got to force off defensively, you've got to force that guy to open up the gate, to open up his back foot, to be able to get downhill. And we taught, we use the terminology, clip his hip, clip his hip. So you're there guarding him and you want to go downhill, win the first dribble. So your dribble that you put down, you've got to win that, beat him to the spot, make his foot open up and swing the gate open, and you clip his hip with your shoulder. You've got, that's how it's got to be, clipping his hip. Defensively, we talk about winning the first dribbles that you've got to push and slide and take it in the chest and not do whatever you can not to open up the gate and swing the gate open with your back foot. There was a, like, for example, we, when we were switching in some things in the ball screen action when we were on defense, I'll give this for an example. It stinks out to me in the second half. Even in the first half, one time, Rodney Howard. We were, we, we were switching the ball screen. Rodney Howard was guarding the ball. He was guarding Burton, number 11. I think it was his number, right, 11. And, and it was, it was, it was the, he had the balls in the, on the right slot facing the goal that, we, that they go to in the first half. Uh, toward on the, and it was in his right hand. Well, Rodney's left foot, when he came out, he wasn't squared on the switch. His left foot was sort of behind his right foot was up his left foot was back it needed to be squared and so it gave Jamaris Burton his first dribble he won the first dribble so automatically Rodney swung the gate open and and instead of being squared and pushing off his back foot which would have been his right foot push and so you're just pushing off that right foot and your left foot stays squared and you've got to win that first dribble to guard your yard and take it in the chest. So whether it's offensively or defensively, we want to win the first dribble. And so we've, we've got to be able to get downhill more. And then when we get down to the hill, you've got to have the mentality to rack it. Like I always talk about conquer the ACC. In the, in the lane there, you see the three letters ACC. We talk about conquering the ACC, getting into the ACC and conquering the paint, being able to do that. And, and, but sometimes we get a little bit farther out. We've got to be able to get deeper in the paint. And look, you're, in this level of this league, you've got to be able just at some point, 
you got to score the ball and you got to make plays. You just got you got to. So because what happens is teams are staying at home. Pitt started staying at home all on the floor. So then it becomes a one-on-one matchup as you're driving the ball and you've got to be able to win that matchup. Now, when you drive the ball and you're trying to rack it, and this is where Miles has to get better, and when 33 would slide over to try to take Miles, instead of Miles just putting his shoulder and then just throwing it up, he's got to be able to have a great get get a pickup. And the, a pickup is all about your hips, your legs, and then you're finding your pivoting. We use the pivoting, the terminology, and our pivoting of our feet. We use it at the breakfast club. We talk at bagel, bagel, uh, bagel donuts and waffles pivoting. And we and it's not just a pivot, but it's pivoting mm-hmm. multiple pivots, and that's where someone like Miles has to be able to do that when he gets his when he gets on the pickup. We've got to be able to on pickups to look to be able to duck into the off, to the weak side big, especially if that big has moved over to help. Now you've got to be able to create an advantage when you drive, and that's where we're talking about winning the first dribble because you've got to create that help. And if there is no help, if people stay at home and you haven't created that advantage, well, when you get to that block area, you've just got to be good enough to win your individual matchup because it's one-on-one. And we talk about when we get down to the block area, we use the word, man, if you can't have a pickup there, like Barkley it. And we talk about a Barkley as you get down there, you turn your hips, you turn your butt, you turn your body, and you and you Barkley it to the middle of the paint. And just, again, if you're in the 7, 8-foot, 9-foot mark, be able to shoot that shot, and just, whether it's left or right hand, you're in the paint, you're in the ACC, this isn't middle school basketball. You've just got to be able to make a play and win and win your matchup. And so I felt that, Pitt, we weren't able to win our matchups enough in order to score that we needed to score. So, again, we're adjusting, tinkering, tweaking, course correction to help us because we, and I'll talk about it next segment, because we do got to get to 70. That is what we've got to do. Our best offense right now is two areas, transition offense, I know we got to get to break, and offensive rebounding. The area that we've got to be better, and another thing that we need, we should be better, whether it's we're not getting the calls or we're not driving good enough, is we need to be going the free throw line more. But, it's the in-between when it becomes half court. We've got to generate more points. All right, there you have it. We'll take another timeout. Your question's welcome, as always, at 404-231-1680. We'll let both uh, folks come up for air here as we have another timeout. It is the Josh Pastor Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Easy to get lower than low prices for the win. And for every dollar you spend, you earn fuel points, which can add up to $1 per gallon off at the pump for the win. Plus, save every day on groceries and get personalized digital coupons for the win. The Kroger Plus Card. All you do is win. Big, big savings. Sign up now at Kroger.com and start saving. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Savings may vary by state. Fuel restrictions apply. Folks, you don't have to play the game to change the game, and you don't need to be a scout to find the NASDAQ's most innovative players. You can become an agent of innovation by investing in Invesco QQQ, the ETF that gives you access to some of the top NASDAQ 100 companies revolutionizing the sport you know and love. Huddle up with the NASDAQ's 100 most innovative companies in one ETF. Invesco QQQ is the official ETF of the 
NCAA. There are risks involved with investing in ETFs, including possible loss of money. ETFs are subject to risks similar to those of stocks. Investments focused in the technology sector are subject to greater risk and are more greatly impacted by market volatility than more diversified investments. The NASDAQ 100 Index comprises the 100 largest non-financial companies traded on the NASDAQ. An investment cannot be made directly into an index. Before investing, consider the fund's investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit Invesco.com for a prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully before investing. Georgia Tech is out for victory. My family and I love gearing up in our gold and white to watch the Yellow Jackets take to the court. And as a proud partner at Georgia Tech Basketball, Scana Energy is part of all the action. So make some noise for the Ramblin' Wreck and join my family and Scana Energy in cheering on the Yellow Jackets this season. Sign up with Scana today and get up to $100. Call 877-GO-SCANA or visit scanaenergy.com slash jackets for details. Limited time offer. Terms and conditions apply. In America, the future belongs to everyone. So we designed the SUVs of the future for everyone. Like Ford Escape, Edge, or Explorer. All named IIHS top safety picks with specific headlights. One of the many reasons why so many love Ford SUVs. Because the SUVs of the future aren't designed for a few. They're built for America. Ford SUVs. Drive one today. Apartments.com has the most pet-friendly listings and realistic virtual tours. Now, we're taking it one step further by testing a cutting-edge new feature, virtual reality tours for pets. We'll just strap this headset onto sprinkles here. Hold still, kitty. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, oh, he's running muck. Uh-oh, uh-oh. I don't think he likes this, sir. Yeah, get the things off the kitty. Virtually tour pet-friendly listings on Apartments.com. The place to find a place. Stream every Georgia Tech game totally free on the all-new Fan app. Download it now for Apple or Android and listen to the Jackets anywhere. There's no better source on Georgia Tech hoops than the coach. This is the Coach Josh Passner Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network. Back with you on this Monday night, less than 24 hours until Georgia Tech takes the floor again to resume ACC play at McCamish Pavilion. First of two regular season meetings between the Yellow Jackets and North Carolina State Wolfpack. Tip time at 7 o'clock. Look forward to seeing you here at McCamish Pavilion as we continue the conversation with head coach Josh Pastor. Again, 404-231-1680, the number to call. Anthony, a return visit on the phone lines. Anthony, welcome in. Go ahead with your question for Josh Pastor. Yeah, hey coach, hey Andy, hey, um, yeah, keep keep it up, keep grinding. I think it's, it's certainly going to come together. Um, so, a question on when you've talked about the star as the team and the team is, is the star, how much do you think that um, uh, mindset impacts when it comes time to find that alpha dog, the the player who's going to take that shot in those moments? Because again, no one seems to have risen to that role, um, and so I wonder if when it gets to time that there just is no one on the team that right now that says yes i'm the person who's gonna who's gonna take that shot because from this perspective on the outside looking in certainly seems like davon smith has the athletic ability to take the dribble get to a spot and rise and shoot in any moment um so what's your thought on that Anthony, thanks for calling in. Really appreciate you. Uh, a couple things to to answer your question. One is, 
Let me just say this. First off is, yes, it's, we're due for it to come together. I mean, we need to get hot. We need to get some wins. Losing stinks. Um, you know, our results have not been acceptable in ACC play to this to, to this point for this season. It just hasn't been. I mean, we're better than than our record. I, I really believe we are. And I, I know I'm positive, Paul, and eternal optimist on things, but I – we're better than our record, and and we blew some games along the way in in this league in league play, and that we should have just it should be a different record. But you've got to play forty minutes. And Anthony, you're, we are a young team, and again, I'm just I'm not rehashing that, but we are a young team. Yes, I have talked a lot about being the star of the team as a team. Um, and do we have that alpha male, that 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 one guy, that kind of like that Alvarado or a Kogi that we've had in the past? Um, no, we probably don't have that right now. And 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 you know, um, is that because of the the me saying the star of the team is a team? I don't think that's the reason of that. Um, you know, because I do believe for our team to be successful, you know, we've got to have, you know, we've got to have a great. You know, only only can the individual flourish. Only th- that can happen only through the unity of the team. And um, <clears throat> so we're just going to we, we've got to keep grinding at it. And what I would tell you is so much of it. And it's a it's a it's very interesting when you're looking at it. It's so much of it's between the ears, Anthony, on how to get that person to be able to do that, to perform like that. You know, we spend so much time and resources and energy and, and on on physic, physical abilities or skill set with the body, but sometimes we, neg- we neglect the mind, the mental aspect of it, and it's almost like we got to coach the mind part because you're right, Anthony. Whatever it is, we need a guy or two to really step up for us. That's we we have incredible. Let me preface this by saying we have incredible young men, incredible young men. Guy, these young men represent Georgia Tech to the highest level. They're beautiful, beautiful people. I mean, they got beautiful souls. They're going to be so successful in life. Um, they're, they, 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 they treat people the right way. They do everything right. But look, when we step on the floor and the ball's tipped, that's why there is a scoreboard. That's why we play sports because you want to win the game. And we need a couple guys to step up, Anthony. There's just no denying it. We got to and and Dave on the last couple games has done a great job. And you talk about what he's done on the glass. Um, you know he's one of the best guard rebounders in the entire country. Versus Notre Dame, he almost had a triple double. I don't know where he ranks right now, Andy, in assist to turnover ratio in the ACC. But I know he's got to be the best guard rebounder in the ACC. Yeah, probably so. I, I know for his height, he definitely is. Yeah, and so what I would say is. Um, um, uh, you know that 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 we just guys got to step up, and and it's so much of a mindset. It's the thinking part of it that these guys have got to just. We need guys to step up, and it doesn't have to be everyone's got to be an alpha male in that sense. In that sense, Anthony, but we need one or two guys to every game step up and really perform and produce at the level that's needed to win in the ACC. You can be Mr. Nice Guy off the court but when we step between those lines and it's not about talking or 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 talking trash or or, or saying anything it's doing it's getting it done by actions by performing by producing and the guys that are playing the minutes have to produce and perform especially on those perimeter guys they've got to produce for us with points with, with putting the ball in the basket all right anthony thanks so much we'll take our final time out north carolina state strolls into town tomorrow we'll get the scouting report from head coach josh pastor and see what it'll take to subdue a Wolfpack 
team that knocked off Miami in overtime in Raleigh on Saturday. It's the Josh Pastor Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. One of the toughest jobs in law enforcement is telling a family that a loved one has been killed by a drunk driver. That's why Georgia law enforcement works every day to keep drunk drivers off the road. Every DUI arrest could be one less family to lose someone to drunk driving. You can help. Hand the keys to a designated driver or call a ride service. It saves lives and prevents a costly DUI arrest. Drive sober or get pulled over. Brought to you by the Governor's Office of Highway Safety. Introducing Hella Vienna Lager from Atlanta's own New Realm Brewing Company, the official craft beer of Georgia Tech Athletics. All season long, reach for New Realm's easy-drinking dark lager or New Realm's number one-selling Hazy Like a Fox IPA. And check out their location on the East Side Beltline Trail. Expect great locally sourced food from their on-site scratch kitchen, craft beer brewed in-house, handmade cocktails, plus live music and much more at 550 Somerset Terrace. Visit NewRealmBrewing.com for more. Georgia is our home. That's why at Georgia Power, we're building the future of energy. Over the last decade, we've invested nearly $10 billion to strengthen the electric grid, installing new substations, upgrading transformers, moving power lines underground, and investing in cleaner energy. We're making the electric grid more resilient and reliable for you and for future generations. At Georgia Power, we know that making smart investments today prepares us to meet our customers' needs tomorrow. Ever wonder how much pepperoni is too much? <laughs> Me neither. But if there is a limit, Marco's Pepperoni Magnifico pushes it. It's loaded with classic and crispy old-world pepperoni, those three fresh, melty signature cheeses, and savory Romajon seasoning. Right now, a large is just $9.99. So I'm going to push my limit on how much pizza I can eat in one sitting. Marco's. Pizza lovers, get it. Limited time only. Participation may vary. Additional restrictions may apply while supplies last. And we're back with breaking news. Coke Zero Sugar might be the best Coke ever. That's right, Jim. Coke Zero Sugar is a must-try for any Coke fan, so make sure you... Jim. <laughs> Jim. We're on the air. Ooh, yes, this tastes like the best Coke ever to me. Your thoughts, Jen? Well, can I have a sip? <laughs> Jen, we're in the middle of reporting the news. I need to try it first. Looking for the perfect game day or really any day food? Panko Chicken is your answer. You've never tasted anything as crave-worthy as Panko's award-winning healthier chicken tenders, sandwiches, and their tacos are off the chain. It's Panko's unique Japanese-American spin that makes their chicken the crispiest, juiciest, and most flavor-packed chicken you've ever tasted. Panko also has a large selection of incredible vegan and vegetarian options. With locations throughout the metro area, it's easy to satisfy your healthy craving for the best chicken in Atlanta. Check them out at PankoChicken.com. Every Georgia Tech game is on Atlanta's flagship station for the Yellow Jackets. This is The Fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. The latest on Yellow Jackets basketball. It's the Coach Josh Passner Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network. Not just North Carolina State tomorrow, but Syracuse Saturday to close out the homestand at McCammoth Pavilion. Two opportunities to wash your Yellow Jackets in person. 
And, of course, it kicks off tomorrow with tip-off at 7 o'clock. Randy Waters and I will take care of you here on the Georgia Tech Sports Network, beginning with the Ramblin' Wreck tip-off show at 6.30. Our final segment of the program, Coach, let's dive into the details of North Carolina State. This is a league that's full of potent, pure-scoring guards, but I think the most instant offense alpha of them all Plays in Raleigh, and that's Terquavion Smith. Leads the ACC, 18.7 points per game. He gave the full sampler of his skills uh, at McCamish last year. Jarkel Joyner is not far behind him, 16 points per game. Break down this North Carolina State team. What makes them dynamic offensively? So a couple things. Um, uh, number one, I do want to say happy birthday to James Banks. Today's his birthday. I love James Banks. Happy birthday to you. Two is uh, we got a big homestand this week, NC State tomorrow at 7 p.m., Syracuse Saturday at noon. Uh, NC State can flat out score. Sort of like we were talking about earlier, Anthony, uh, with Anthony's question um, uh, in last segment, just that like they got guys, they got some alpha alpha guys, and who can just go, rise up and just go get your buckets. And in this league, I've always said that this league's about scoring. You've got to be yes, we've been very good defensively. Our struggles have been offensive on the offensive end and trying to just manufacture some points at times. We've got to be able to score the ball. North Carolina can, State can do that, and it's just sometimes it's not even about their actions. It's just you know. Good basketball players just go make a play. They make something happen. They're able to go create their own shot. That's what makes this league so good. It's why there's so many pros coming out of this league because and, and they, they get to the, the NBA. No, they don't yeah. turn it over a lot. Now, they, they force you into turnovers, um, but 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 they, they have really great guard play. We try to recruit the joiner kid and from the transfer. He's a transfer from Old Miss. We tried to recruit the heck out of him. His assistant coach at North Carolina State was at Ole Miss with him, so that was a, a tie there. We tried to really get him. We really liked him a lot. and um, um, But they're really good. And and the kid, the transfer from Virginia, number 14, Marcel, uh, Marcel is shooting the heck out of it right now. And he's a good player. And so we've got to do – we've just got to do a great job in guarding those guys. And that's what it is. And And what I would tell you is in this league, we've got to get the 70. We've got to score 70 points to win the game. I'm, I'm, we can't be in the 50s or six, like Pitt. We're up 58-53 or, or Florida State. We we've got to get to 70. Like Notre Dame, I said to you, we've got to get to 70. Yeah, we got to 70 in overtime, but you've got to get to 70 in regulation. 76 versus Miami, we got. We have to be able to get to 70. Our defense is good enough to win us the game. It's always been that way. Our offense is the issue, and we're continuing to tweak and tinker to make things happen. Saturday, Syracuse, we know they're going to play the zone. They're going to play their 2-3, so we're going to have to make some threes. And we need, we're going to need guys to, again, be ACC-level guys. They're going to have to step up, perform, and produce both tomorrow night and Saturday. You're four and one against Kevin Keats. So I, I like Kevin to be Keats. five and one. I know. I, I think Kevin Keats. And we'll know a lot more tomorrow about nine oh five. Yes indeed. Nine oh five the tip time. No, seven o'clock tip, tip time. But I'll yes. know a lot more by nine oh five tomorrow night. Ten. We'll know yes, a lot there you more. Go. Yeah. I, I follow now, yeah. yeah. A little bit of an echo from you to me. There That's we go. Okay. And we still that, love you, Andy. You re, you, that's, your, that's your last mistake you've made since, like, I like think, the last 15 years. Yeah, you can, put that, you can put that one on my tab. Yeah. He's Josh Pastor. I'm Andy Dementor. Big thanks to Isaiah Stewart. Thank you, Isaiah. The Hall of Famer, Miller Pope, today. Again, we'll talk to you tomorrow night. Georgia Tech versus NC State. Now that we wrap up this edition of the Josh Pastor Show. And we're back with breaking news. Coke Zero Sugar might be the best Coke ever. That's right, Jim. Coke Zero Sugar is a must-try for any Coke fan, so make sure you... Jim. (laughs) Ha-ha, Jim. We're on the air.
Ooh, yes, this tastes like the best Coke ever to me. Your thoughts, Jen? Well, can I have a sip? <laughs> Jen, we're in the middle of reporting the news. I need to try it first. Be honest. Since you got up this morning, have you done anything new? Tried any new foods? Listen to new music? Or taken a new route? The good news is, the day isn't over. Hey, Lexus, turn it up. And the reinvented Lexus RX is definitely something new. With heart-pounding design, intelligent technology, and the first-ever RX 500H Performance Hybrid. Never lose your edge with the all-new Lexus RX. See your Atlanta-area Lexus dealer. Georgia is our home. That's why at Georgia Power, we're building the future of energy. Over the last decade, we've invested nearly $10 billion to strengthen the electric grid, installing new substations, upgrading transformers, moving power lines underground, and investing in cleaner energy. We're making the electric grid more resilient and reliable for you and for future generations. At Georgia Power, we know that making smart investments today prepares us to meet our customers' needs tomorrow. That frosty chill in the air is here to stay. Just make sure that pesky pests like roaches, ants, and rodents aren't trying to join in on the winter fun. This is the time of year when pests and wildlife intruders start seeking food and shelter inside your home or business as the temperatures drop. Luckily, you can trust the pest control experts at Arrow Exterminators to keep your home or business pest-free inside and out. Schedule a free pest inspection today. Call 888-GO-ARROW or visit arrowexterminators.com. You've been listening to the Coach Josh Pastner Show live on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Join us each week of the season to get the latest on Yellow Jackets hoops and all things Georgia Tech athletics. We'll talk to you again next week right here on the Georgia Tech Sports Network. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. A lifetime of hard work, children laughing in the kitchen, family photos on a restaurant wall, a legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation. Like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC.